Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. This is the Simi Sarah Show On Demand. Subscribe now on iTunes. Listen to the show each weekday 10 to 2 on 980 CKNW and through the Radio Player app. Hey, just a reminder, if you missed the briefing, it is still ongoing with questions. The main news out of this morning's briefing in B.C., Dr. Bonnie Henry says 48 new cases of COVID-19 have been documented. That's since the last briefing on Saturday. That brings to a total 472 cases in B.C., There have also been three additional deaths from COVID-19. We're going to talk a little bit more about physical distancing, social distancing, whatever you want to call it, staying two meters away from others if you are outside. And she did mention that during the news conference. It is important for people, if you want to go outside, to be outside. You can be with your family, but she said it is also very important not to be gathering in groups, not to be close to other people. And we must follow those rules if we are going to stop the spread of this virus. Uh, There have also been a lot of myths out there and a lot of speculation on medications and whether or not you can take things like ibuprofen if you think you have COVID-19. Well, my next guest is here to set the record straight on that and some other myths. Dr. Mahiar Etmanan is an epidemiologist, a drug safety expert, and a professor in the Faculty of Medicine at UBC and joins me on the line now. Dr. Etmanan, thank you so much for being with us. Thank you. Uh, Can we start with ibuprofen? Because for some reason, it seems that there's a lot of controversy or a lot of uh, different information about so-called dangers when it comes to taking ibuprofen if you think you have COVID-19 or if you do have it. Do you know where that came from? Yes. So a few days ago, um, there was actually a tweet from a French uh, neurologist that um, suggested um, not to use ibuprofen in patients with COVID-19. And this uh, started from um, a research letter by uh, some Chinese physicians where they had a theory that um, just through ibuprofen's mechanism that it may allow the COVID-19 infectious process to um, for the virus to actually be more active. Um, that plus a couple of anecdotal reports from, again, French physicians that they thought that a few cases um, with patients who were taking ibuprofen and COVID-19 that they did worst. Uh, so basically the evidence is quite anecdotal and uh, perhaps more of a mechanistic um, theory rather than um, any robust clinical uh, data. And so what is the advice then to people who might have heard that or even have heard that anecdotally and are concerned about taking ibuprofen? So the advice is to use uh, uh, acetaminophen or Tylenol. Um, also, uh, it also goes with the brand name of Tempra uh, for those who want to lower their fever. Um, but in many cases with viral infections, the, the, there are um, you know, sustained um, days of high fever in, in many patients. Uh, and sometimes uh, acetaminophen alone does not do the job. So um, it is advised that in those cases, ibuprofen to be added to uh, help lower the temperature. And if that is the case, 
Um, there is really no evidence right now to uh, tell patients to avoid using ibuprofen um, as an adjunct with acetaminophen. Um, so we do believe that that's, uh, that's okay, uh, at least for now until further evidence um, you know, becomes available. And what about the age of people? Does it matter if you're an elderly person or middle-aged or if you're a child, uh, whether you have COVID or not? Maybe you just have a fever and it's it's something else completely. But does it matter if you're using ibuprofen uh, depending on the age group? Um, no. I mean, again, generally we advise for patients for uh, mild uh, or, or moderate fevers to use acetaminophen first. And then if necessary, if the temperature is not... Um, coming down, ibuprofen could be an option. Of course, this also depends on other factors, you know, elderly patients. Ibuprofen tends to have a higher risk of um, gastrointestinal bleeds. So other factors have to be considered as well. But generally, uh, right now, the evidence that we have in terms of its safety in COVID-19 patients uh, is not really um, robust enough to advise not to use it in patients who really need it. So should you be worried then, because we were talking as well about an increase in in people that are presumptive cases in that if you're not in a particular group, you won't be tested at this point. And Dr. Henry talked about this this morning, that they will start updating with presumed cases and that if you're isolating and someone in your family has tested positive, if you develop symptoms, they're going to assume you have it, but you won't get the actual test. Uh, so in those cases too, would it be okay for people to be using ibuprofen? Again, um, in a lot of cases, I mean, there are cases of COVID-19 where patients uh, don't have a, you know, don't have a fever. We do know that the majority of patients do experience a fever. And again, in those patients, they could try acetaminophen first, uh, and usually that does do the job. But if it doesn't, uh, there is really no reason not to use ibuprofen as an adjunct if necessary. Uh, we've been talking a lot. Uh, the federal government talked this morning about uh, earmarking millions of dollars to help find a vaccine or to help find a treatment for this. Uh, there's also this talk of hydroxychloroquine, uh, particularly in the United States. And uh, our federal health minister, I think, came out uh, talking about that. Uh, what what can you say about the, these medications that are being talked about so early on with what doesn't appear to be a lot of medical evidence behind them? So, um, I mean, the main issue with COVID-19 is that, you know, uh, hopefully we'll have the vaccine and other treatments available, but they will take time uh, before they go through trials and they become available to everyone. So uh, scientists are trying to see whether any existing drugs actually can be um, effective against COVID-19. And one of those is hydroxychloroquine or Plaquenil, which is a drug that's usually used in patients with arthritis. And um, there is, again, some mechanistic theories and also one small trial from France where they've shown that uh, in about 20, 25 patients uh, that were given uh, hydroxychloroquine that the, the viral load or the concentration of the virus after they took the drug actually came down. And so they are doing more trials in the U.S. and other countries to see whether it is um, effective. Uh, is it for somebody like yourself that's a drug safety expert uh, what is your advice because I, I think this is a case that we've not seen before where so many people uh, members of the public are very anxious about getting a drug treatment getting uh, some kind of vaccine or something for this uh, but that's something that generally speaking takes quite some time doesn't it um, it does and again it takes at least um, 
uh, you know, best estimates would be a year before a vaccine is available, before it goes through the trials and the safety tests. Uh, and also, um, there are, you know, uh, other drugs that, that they're looking at as well, and that they may take time uh, before they become available. Uh, again, my suggestion is that th- th- these are still some, um, you know, interesting data we're getting with hydroxychloroquine, but by, I, you know, by no means we advise patients to take this drug as, as a preventive measure uh, without talking to their doctors. All right. Very good advice. Uh, Dr. Edmanon, thank you so much for your time and for joining us to talk about this today. Appreciate it. Thank you.